Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mercy is the mark of a great man. Oh. Oh. Guess I'm just a good man. Oh. Well, I'm all right. You are not Captain Kirk. You do not belong in charge of the Enterprise and I shall do everything in my power against you. You know what the chain of command is? It's a chain I go get and beat you with till you understand who's in command here. Frequently appalled by the low regard you Earthmen have for life. Welcome to another exciting episode of SFP Now. It's um, it's I think it's our fourth episode now of the of 2014. And boy, we've got a great show lined up today. We have an interview uh, featured in this show with uh, Katia Winter, who plays the role of the very witchy Katrina from Sleepy Hollow. Ooh. But in the meantime, to go over some of the uh, past few weeks' news with me, uh, we have the return of Patrick Hayes who's also a big Sleepy Hollow fan. How you doing, Pat? Pretty good. How you doing, Ian? I- I'm good. I- I'm just I'm just still buzzing um, after after having interviewed uh, Katia Winter uh, last week. She's got a very sexy British accent, you know. She does indeed. You know, especially given that she's from Sweden. <laughs> yeah, she's doing a really good accent, and she's not too hard on the eyes either. Yeah, she- she's not. I mean, I think she's from Sweden. I think that's what the uh, PR person said, but, you know, she's got a really sexy British accent. Ma- yeah, maybe she's make, great on the show. Yeah, makes me proud to be British. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we, we'll be running another um, interview later on. Um, unfortunately, there's no Dr. Vern segment this week uh, because Dr. Vern is on tour with Scythe Ride, uh, but we will have that segment coming back um, at you soon. Um, so now it's on to the news with Patrick and I. And now, last week in news. And Patrick, I want to I want to you start. Okay. So I can munch on this sausage roll. Something I just ran across today. Um, Chris Carter, the creator of X Files and the also terrific show Millennium, has got a. Uh, he's filming a new TV series called The After, and one minute worth of footage has gone online. Ooh. And it looks incredible. It doesn't look like TV. It looks like a movie. Mm. And uh, the premise is, according to the press materials, eight strangers are thrown together by by mysterious forces and must help each other survive in a violent world that defies explanation. And it looks like an apocalyptic situation has hit Earth in some city 
and there's a woman running around trying to help get a police officer's attention, but he's too busy with the hundreds of people running by by him. He's like, I don't have time, lady. I can't help you. Nobody knows what happened. And there are huge deafening explosions off in the distance. And all of a sudden, a helicopter goes zipping overhead. And they're in some metropolitan area with big buildings, skyscrapers. And one helicopter literally flies into another helicopter and then falls onto the people below. Cool. And it is just riveting. All you have to say is Chris Carter and I'm interested. And hearing that it's a new TV series, I'm interested. And I've got to see this this show. It looks amazing just in the one minute that's online. Yeah, I mean, you know, also, um, you know, Chris Carter has a tendency to be quite prophetic with his shows as well. Just remember the Golden Gunman? Remember the Pirate episode? Oh, yeah. Um, Twin Towers, baby. They they, they, they had yeah. a storyline in the original Pirate episode where a plane crashes into the Twin Towers. Lo and behold, 2001, right. that actually happened. Yeah, you know? and it's his, his writing is really good. It's always mysterious. I mean, this guy was doing stuff that other series have latched onto. I mean, J.J. Abrams has pretty much copied out of his playbook for Lost and all his other mysterious shows. But I'm always interested to see what Chris Carter's got up his sleeve. Yeah. Did, did, was he involved in Space Above and Beyond? No, he was not. No, that wasn't him. Uh, I, I think that was he... a two. That was two writers on uh, X Files uh, spun that off on their own. Ah, right. That that's that's where that's where I'm getting the X Files connection from. Um, yeah, I think it was Frank Spotwitz and somebody else. I can't remember the name at the moment. But yeah, that was a spinoff from uh, two writers on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it was. I think you're right there. I think it was Frank Spotwitz. Um, I used to love that show. Oh yeah, that was giving us uh, Starship Troopers on TV. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Um, I, th- I, th- I think the characterizations are a lot deeper than Starship Troopers are. <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah. You know, minus the and shower the scenes. Better too. <laughs> yeah, minus the shower scenes. <laughs> <laughs> minus the shower scenes and Niece Richards. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only reason I watch that film these days. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, dear me. Um, okay, well, you know, so like, I've got something here. Um, apparently, um, Donna Shuma, actually, sorry, it's Lauren Shuma Donna. Uh, the exec- she's one of the executive producers behind X-Men uh, Days of Future Past, and she's been involved in quite a lot of the uh, X-Men movies. Um, apparently, she's headhunting Channing Tatum to uh, play the role of Gambit in a standalone Gambit movie. I saw that. Um, you know that that'd be a pretty cool movie. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's it's too bad that when Brian Singer bought back the X Men, he didn't bring Gambit with him and and do 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 a bit of work with Gambit. Because for me, Gambit is more interesting of a character than Wolverine. Yeah, Gambit Gambit is really a uh, really fan favorite. He, he had a cameo in the first, well, an extended cameo in the first Wolverine movie, and I didn't like it that way. I didn't like that portrayal or the actor who was playing him. You know, t- Tane Kish it was, I think. Um, but I, I, I can remember seeing the uh, X-Men series back in the 90s. And, um, you know, they, they, they had Gambit in that very early on and they killed him off for some strange flipping reason. Uh, yeah, I remember that too. I, I remember watching that and I remember, you know, how the two characters of him and Wolverine, because him and Wolverine were sparring and, you know, verbally sparring each other in, in, in those animated uh, episodes... Um, I was siding with Gambit, dude. <laughs> you know, I wanted Gambit to live, and they killed him. The bastards. 
So, I'd be interested. I'd be interested in a standalone Gambit movie. Yeah. Um, I I'm not. <laughs> I sure. think Channing Tatum would. Yeah. I, I'm I not sure. Say, I think Channing... <laughs> Go ahead, Ian. I was just going to say I'm not sure about Channing Tatum. I mean, I've seen him in a few things, and he's all right, but I'm not not sure what he'd be like as Gambit. I th- I think he'd be a good Gambit. Um, I think he's he's getting better as an actor. I mean, he started out pretty weak as everybody does, but I think he's getting better. And um, he's done some effects movies, and I think he'd be pretty good in it for a one-off movie. Um, it'd be a good way to test the waters with Gambit. Plus, um, Channing Tatum um, has a bar in New Orleans, and he spends a lot of time down there. So I'm sure he's researched the role of Gambit quite well, unintentionally. Uh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, you know, another thing is, I was just going to say, I've seen um, you talking about those effects movies. No, I watched um, White House Down last week. Yeah. And I was quite pleasantly surprised. I mean, yeah, it wasn't believable with all the helicopters crashing on the White House lawn and stuff like that. It was a, it was a big, pompous, uh, badass popcorn movie, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, that's and, what it's for, and it's great. And, you know, Channing Tatum, he held his own against, he held his own on the screen with Jamie Foxx. So, you know, it takes a bit of acting ability to be able to do that because Jamie Foxx is, you know, really, really hot actor. Yeah, and Jamie Foxx will steal a scene if he can, and he's good at it. I mean, he's good at his craft. The man won an Oscar, mm-hmm. and um, I think Channing Tatum would be good. Would be good, would be a good gambit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know that that that's um, that that that's 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 um, you know I want to see that movie. You know, talk talking about yeah. it now. I want to see that movie. Come to think of it, I can't wait to see X Men: Days of Future Past. Yeah, my hopes are very very high for that movie. I'm trying not to get my hopes too high for it. I mean, um, I went in, you know, to uh, X Men. Oh, was it now X Men First Class? I had very low expectations for it when I went to see it. That was that was really good. I really enjoyed that. You know, so I'm going into X Men Days of Future Past with sort of like uh, fair to middling expectations. That way, if I'm disappointed with it, I'm not going to be too disappointed with it. But if it's good, I'm going to be sort of thrilled, if you know what I mean. Does that make sense? <laughs> right. Have you seen the uh, photographs of uh, Quicksilver's costume? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, well, um, we, we've had some we've had some sad news this last weekend. Um, you know, we've we've lost two great actors, uh, but one has got far more hype than the other, um, as is the case. Um, basically, um, I, you know, obviously we lost Philip Seymour Hoffman, um, one of the best actors of his generation. Um, he was, you know, he was in Hunger Games, and it's just been announced today that you know they they they're going to be able to, they're going to be able to continue the Hunger Games without him, um, as in right. his scenes are not going to be cut from it. They're going to they're still going to be able to include him in it because um, he he'd done all his bits, and um, all it requires is that they do some slight rewrites on the second film, um, and and they should be able to keep him in you know involved you know given the footage they've already got we've got of him. So that's great news. Um, well, I, I remember him as a villain in Mission Impossible 3. Oh, yeah. He's the best part of that movie. He he, he, he most certainly is. Um, uh, and, you know, he's also done, done, done a lot, lot, lot of great things. You know, we did Capote. I think he won a, an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in 2012 for The Master, was it? Uh, no, he was, he was nominated. He didn't win. He won the Oscar, though, Best Actor for, um, Capote. He got Best Actor for that ah, one. Ah, right. Well, that's where, that, that's where I got my, uh, my, my wires crossed in my, uh, news story. Um, I'm going to have to go yeah. back and crack that now. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's great in Capote. Mm. Yeah, so like I I've not seen Capote yet. It's actually it's on my um it's on my to do list. Um, it's queued up on the TiVo <laughs> with with a load of other stuff. <laughs> um, I've got a backlog. Um, but I, I've seen I've seen him in in a few things. Um, he was also in you know I, I was looking at some photos that they had a bit of a photo thing on Digital Spy, um, highlighting his career. And did you know that he was actually in Scent of a Woman? I saw that. That was his first movie. I didn't know that. I'm going to have to go back and go looking for him. Yeah, you know he's a uh, he's one of the school is is one of the guys at the school. Yeah, I don't remember him at all. Uh, so like I, I seen a photograph of it and I thought, wow, <laughs> you know, because I remember that movie coming out. I remember seeing that movie and it was when I was into um, serious movies only when I was so like going to drama school and being all pretentious and saying, ah, <laughs> you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger cannot. I'm not going to watch another Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Sylvester Stallone cannot. I'm not going to watch another one of his movies. Uh, that lasted about, I think it lasted about three, four weeks, and I got bored and started watching any of his again. <laughs> but Scent, Scent of a Woman was one, 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 you know, one of those those movies I got. And it also, um, I can't remember the name of the guy, but the, the guy that was in it now, he went on to play Robin in, in Batman and right. Robin or something. Was it Chris something or other? Um, exactly. I can't remember his name either. Yeah. You know, forget it. You know, he his nipples sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I remember that. But a sad one, and um, really not 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 an all too unexpected one, given given his age, was Maximilian Schnell. I mean, I didn't even know he was still alive. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew he was alive. I knew he pretty much retired from acting. Um, but yeah, he what a career he had mm-hmm. all all over the place. I mean, his first movie, he uh, he wins the Academy Award for Best Actor for his first movie, Judgment at Nuremberg. Yeah, and William Shatner was in that one as well, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly, a little Star Trek connection there that was right before star trek as well yeah um was it 60 was it 65 i think it was 65 yeah yeah because um i you know i remember him much like you do um it's seared in my mind um black hole yeah i don't know what it is about that movie but boy he was the perfect madman in that movie for a kid to watch but i remember watching i remember watching him now and i remember at the time thinking this guy'd make a great bond villain oh and yeah he never he did it perfect he never did it and you know he's got so much more charisma than the bond villains that we've had in over the last decade <laughs> yeah yeah but you know he's sort of like um he, he, he's a sad loss because he, he was in absolutely loads and loads of stuff right and he never gave a bad performance i mean he went and did he did sympathetic characters he did horrible monsters i mean he had a really wild variation in, in characters that he chose and he did great i mean he was also in the diary of anne frank a, a tv version of that wow <laughs> yeah how can you go from playing max uh, uh dr reinhold from the black hole to a couple years later playing uh, uh mr frank from the diary of anne frank i know that that's that's quite a stretch isn't it you know that's, yeah. that's quite a range an impressive range yeah um but just think if he'd got a role in star trek he probably would have been typecast and would never been able to do that yeah, that's true. You know, so that that's it, you know. Um, but yeah, it's really sad that he he's gone. I mean, he was so like, um, although he retired from acting, I mean, wow. I mean, what what yeah. what a body of work that guy is behind. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's gonna. Be, there'll be a big salute to him at the Academy Awards. I'm sure. 
Yeah, I mean, do you know what? You know, they don't they don't do it here anymore in the UK so much as they used to. But the main terrestrial channels, and this was before we had cable and satellite came in. When somebody somebody big died, though I don't think they would do it with Maximilian Schnell anyway, because he wasn't you know wasn't really big enough. Right. But when somebody died, they'd do a season of their movies. Oh wow! Like I remember when I remember back in I think it was back in eighty two um, or eighty one when Danny Kay died. Um, um, one of our cha- one of our channels did a did did a season of his movies. They did something like um, it was on for like four weeks. So they shown four four of his movies over four weeks. Oh wow! And he used to do it in this country whenever somebody died, and oh, wow. they don't do it anymore. It's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a nice thing to do. Yeah, I think the closest we have here in the States is um, on the uh, cable channel, the Turner Network, um, which shows old movies. Um, they have nights um, devoted to um, birthdays of famous celebrities. So you'll have like if it's Betty Davis's birthday, they'll show nothing but Betty Davis movies for 24 hours. I wouldn't be surprised if they do a Maximilian Schnell one. Yeah, they, you know, someone's got to do a Maximilian Schnell one. Yeah. You know, it's, um, you know, if anyone in, in, in broadcasting is listening to this show, do a Maximilian Schnell one. And uh, tell everyone when you're when you're talking about it on the air that it was our idea, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, I mean, he was he was he was quite an actor, and um, you know, again, um, seared in my mind as a as a mad mad scientist from Black Hole. Oh yeah, those eyes and that hair just flailing about, insane. I mean, scared the wee out of me as a child. <laughs> Ah, dear me. Well, it, it, you know, it didn't scare me because I'm not necessarily that's, you know, scared that easily, but, you know. Right. <laughs> um, fun little story turned up last week, actually, um, and this is sort of like uh, kind of like video gaming news, but there's, um, there's a game out um, on the consoles. It's out on the uh, PlayStation 3, the Xbox 360, PlayStation 4, and the Xbox One, and it's called NBA 2K14. And it's kind of like one of the best basketball simulators out there. Anyway, last week, they released an add-on for it. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be available in cross-off formats. I think it probably is. Um, But they released an add-on for it, which allows you to um, pit um, Marvel superheroes against DC superheroes. Oh, my God. in In a game of basketball. And oh my god. On this story I got a picture of the Hulk with his arm spread. <laughs> <laughs> You're never taking that shot if the Hulk is blocking. <laughs> and you know, it's got and he's got I think he's got um is, is it I think he's got Deadshot standing behind him or something, and he's got Captain America <laughs> right next to him and just, just behind him is Spider Man wearing number twenty two shirt. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but basically the teams feature DC's Batman, Superman, Flash, Green Lantern and Cyborg and Marvel's Thor, Captain America, Spider-Man, Iron Man and Hulk. So it's basically the Avengers versus the um Justice League. versus the Justice League. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, you know, basically anyone who's got two NBA 2K14 can actually download this add-on and uh, it allows them to play as those teams in <laughs> the game of basketball. So. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine what the smack talk would be like between those two teams. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I've been thinking of getting myself a copy of, a, you know, NBA 2K Sports 14 so I can just download this add-on. Right, <laughs> Yeah, playing, that'd be hilarious. Forget playing a normal game. I'll just play play those teams against each other and then then record it and post it on my Facebook. 
yeah. <laughs> the full game for you to watch. <laughs> because I can do that now, you know. Right. I can yeah, I can yeah. actually make videos of me playing games and you know and and stick stick the gameplay footage up on online. Um, right. Because you know, because I've got a PS4 and there's a facility on it that allows you to do that. Oh my yes. God, that's too funny, though. <laughs> but you know, you know, it's, it, it just I just thought I'd mention that because I thought it was a nice little comic book story that 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 you'd uh, you dig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, do you have anything else? Um. Well, real quick, one that's kind of made me a little nervous, being the big Star Wars fan that I am. Have you heard who's admitted he's had talks in possibly being in the next Star Wars movie? Uh, yeah, it's going to be Star Wars the Musical. Oh, Zac Efron. <laughs> I'm not that nervous. Um, I think if they cast him as the uh, irrelevant, vanilla, boring, farm boy, hanger, Luke Skywalker type role, yeah, we should be fine. Just so long yeah. as I get a dude to play, Luke, to play, play the Han Solo type role. Yeah, he he looks like he could be a Skywalker. I was looking at pictures today um, with stories of him on the internet talking about this, and I thought, yeah, he's kind of got that Skywalker look. So mm-hmm. it could it could happen. I was just like, oh, really, Zac Efron? Who's next? I mean, we're gonna have Beyonce in the movie, or oh god, I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> actually, Beyonce, I wouldn't mind. Um, it's that other one. Uh, oh, I, it's it's the other one. Um, Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna. I, I, no, I, I don't I, think so. I don't want Rihanna to be in any movie after Battleship, dude. Yeah, I saw that. I don't think I don't think the acting career is going to happen. You know, um, you know, the music career is um, only happening by virtue of the fact that the majority of people are just willing to settle, 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 settle and listen to crap. But you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's the um, thing. Did you see the uh, Super Bowl uh, premiere of the Twenty Four Live Another Day trailer? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that looks good. It it looks pretty good. I'm just wondering how much of London they're gonna trash. Yeah, London has been taking a lot of hits lately. I mean, Star Trek blew up a big chunk of it. Yeah, but you know, unfortunately, it wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, they, and unfortunately, they're not they're not taking out prime important real estate like Buckingham Palace and the House of Commons. They're, they're just <laughs> going for you know middle. Um, Unimportant touristy spots, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they saved those for Doctor Who episodes. No, I, I just think it's wrong. I think, in, in in fairness, it's wrong because you know, at least in 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 a Independence Day, the White House blew up. Right. You guys blow up the White House all the time, so why can't we sort of like see see our our big big sort of like seats of power blow up? Why why, <laughs> why is it always a White House, dude? <laughs> Yeah, you got me there. I don't know. They should. Yeah, they could blow up by the House of Commons. Yeah, I, I, I think they should just. Um, I think they should just. Song like they should get a laser and fire it, and and and, and somehow uh, separate London out from the rest of the rest of the uh, island, scoop it up, and dump it in the sea somewhere, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. That that yeah, that an island, be brilliant. An island unto itself. An island unto itself. <laughs> But I, I'd love to see that done in a film. You know, not necessarily not necessarily in London, but it might be fun to see it with London. You know, for for my own sort of like selfish reasons. But I think that'd be a fun thing to do in a film. <laughs> it could happen. You never know. Yeah, you, you never know. So you know, some film director, Michael Bay, might be listening to this podcast. Oh yeah, you'll have the Transformers scooping up London. I could see that happening. Yeah, and uh, Ma- Marky Mark um, struggling yeah. to sort of like struggling to lead a mission along. Bruce Willis to try and get London back. Right. 
reunite the UK. Re reunite the UK with the rest of it. There's the T-shirt right there. <laughs> that, that's that's got to be one of the crappiest slogans on a T-shirt ever. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first on Sci-Fi Pulse. Um, but yeah, um, another bit of news, and we posted this last week, um, and I kind of saw this coming, don't know about you, but apparently John Noble is now going to be a series regular on Sleepy Hollow. Oh, I was so happy for that. So he's gonna be, um, he, he's gonna be song like uh, the Sin Eater on, on Sleepy Hollow. Um, the the last three episodes of that series are gonna be airing here in the UK starting this Wednesday. Um, oh, so you haven't you haven't seen the last episode? I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, John Noble really. That's why I was so happy to hear that he was regular after that last episode. I'm like, he needs to be a regular on this series. Mm. It was it was really hard having seen it and doing the interview with Katia Winter because um, you know because with it not having aired in the UK, right. um, technically I'm not allowed to say anything in in the interview. <laughs> so that was really really hard. <laughs> So I wanted to talk about that, dude. Right. <laughs> but it's not aired in the UK. But no, the thing, thing is, you know, we know for a fact that a lot of the UK viewers are just going to have downloaded it and watched it anyway. Right. Right. You know, the, you know, some some of the some of the networks in 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 the UK here need to wake up to that and just sort of like start showing it maybe a day or so after it's shown in the US. Right. Because it's. Right. Uh, I People over here are doing the same thing with uh, Downton Abbey. People are de watching Downton Abbey literally hours after it shows in the UK because we don't want to wait. People don't want to wait for it here in the States. Mm -hmm. um, it's being humans. Is it almost humans thing on? It's still on. Um, I'm wondering if there's a new episode on tonight. I have to check. It's only got a couple more episodes and then it's done with like it's 10 or 12. So it's coming close to being finished. Uh, how many episodes have, have aired so far now? I think we're on uh, eight or nine. Yeah, because I think the last one I seen was eight. Yeah, it, there hasn't been one in uh, two weeks. Yeah, that that that's right then, because the last one I seen was eight, and that was a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, that, that's why I thought, thought I'd ask you about that. Hey, dude, we're actually opening the uh, Sci-Fi merch store, Sci-Fi Pulse merch store in in the it's next day, so about time. <laughs> Well, I know it's just so like we we just um it's just a case of we're still testing the software and everything, and the wholesaling that we're using we're we're looking through something like four thousand products. Woof. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try and find stuff wow. out of these four thousand products that we can list. But the UK site is going to be opening hopefully in a few days' time, and we'll be following up with the uh with with the American one. Cool. Um, and you know, we're just gonna see how it goes, and um, fingers crossed it works out. That's right, support the website and the webcast people, yeah. You know, and more importantly, support the uh, support the web stores, you know, because we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna have all sorts of neat stuff on sale, um, as well as you know, hopefully, some sometime further down the line, we're gonna be doing you know, gonna be sort of like posting some, some of our own original products as well, you know, such as. You know, sci-fi post T-shirts. Um, um, Ty is interested in sort of like selling some of his artwork on there. And, oh, cool! You know, there's, there's, um, you know, it's just case. We're just, just going to start off with the, uh, with the actual um, sci-fi products first, such as you know, Marvel, you know, Diamond Select stuff, uh, Marvel Select stuff. Uh, you know, we've got Doctor Who stuff, uh, DC stuff. We got we got a little bit of everything listed on there, and we're 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 actually trying to build it so we can so so you can actually search for stuff via 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 the uh, via the genre as well oh, as wow. via 
um, as well as via character or whatever in our franchise, you know, such as Star Wars and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a it's it's we're hoping to you know have it start this week. Um, you know, we've we've got the domains, we've um, we've we we we're in good with the wholesaler and 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 everything else. So it's it's just a matter of it's just a matter of sort of like you know these tests working out for us, and we're good to go. Cool, you know. And um, obviously, I'll give another plug. I'll be plugging the hell out of it. <laughs> in the weeks As to you come. should, <laughs> you should be plugging the hell out of it. Um, but it's um it's just gonna you know I'm kind I'm kind of nervous about it. And also kind of excited about it. I'm actually going to buy something from my from my own store <laughs> towards oh, the man. end of this week. <laughs> There's one product we've got that I'm so excited about. I just got to have one. Uh-oh. What would that be? Well, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a um, a Tokyo Pop figure of Captain Kirk, and it's it has something like this speech balloon in, and it comes with a pen, and you can write anything you want on its speech balloon. Yeah. You know, and you know, it's it's very animated. It's very cartoony, sort of like Japanese type Captain Kurt style thing, and you can write anything you want on your speech balloon. So I, you know, I can so I write, oh shit, I'm having a bad day or something, or <laughs> or, or um, you know, just leaving <laughs> leaving right. little cryptic messages for myself to you know to give myself little mental prompts during the day. Um, <laughs> And they, 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 there's actually a set of them. Uh, you can actually get, they're not a set, but you can actually uh, you can actually get one of Aurora as well as one of Spock. Oh, and there's one coming out, um, it's not out yet, I don't think, of Mirror Universe Spock. Oh, wow. So, but they're, they're kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and, sounds pretty cool. And the good thing um, about them is they, they don't seem to be, they don't seem to be based off of the new movie so much, um, or, or the original series, they're kind of doing their own thing. Oh, that's cool. You know, so so it looks nothing like Kurt, but it looks like a cute cartoony version, <laughs> you know. Um, so I, I've got to get, I've got to have me one of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, I've got, I, you know, I've not really got any more news I can think of. Um, no, I'm good. That's it. Okay, good. That, 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 that's as done with the news. Um, and again, as ever, uh, Patrick, thanks for being on. Thank you for having me. Ian. Uh, no problems. Um, it's usually around about this time of the time of the show where we introduce uh, Doctor Vern. But as I said, Ian, you're on. He he's he's not around this week. He's actually on on tour with Cyfried. But we will have more Doctor Vern segments uh, coming up in the next few weeks. Um, of that, you, you can be sure because you know we we've been been in contact with email, and he's gonna sort of like he's gonna set up an archive of stuff, and you know set, send us stuff over every now and again. So it's going to be a regular thing. But I really enjoyed last week's Doctor Who song. <laughs> that, 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 that was good fun. <laughs> well, so it's now, now on to our interview with uh, the lovely Caddy Winter. I'd like to welcome um, Katia Winter to the show, um, who's uh, recently been in the hit uh, Universal uh, series. Um, I think it's on Fox Channel in the States and Universal here in the UK. Uh, Sleepy Hongo. Um, Hello. Well, yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> w- welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, I guess my, my first question is, um, 
What was it that drew you to Sleepy Hollow uh, when you decided to audition for it? Um, and was Katrina the role you actually auditioned for? Uh, yeah, I was actually the first person cast, uh, strangely enough. Uh, they, um, I read it and I was very intrigued because it was so mad. They drew all this crazy creatures and mythology and, and you know, traveling in time. And uh, I hadn't really seen a show like that. So that was intriguing. And I also loved the period aspect of it. I mean, with my character. So, um, yeah, no, it was, it was, uh, I was so happy that they, they finally chose me to do the part. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's um, it's it's a show that um, you know, I I've been enjoying it. I've actually seen the series finale, <laughs> so already. So I'll probably ask you about that a little bit later on. Um, well, in the series, we learned about uh, how Ichabod and Katrina got together and how how that tied in with the Horseman, uh, which was a bit of a shock to us viewers. Um, how blown away were you when, when, when the other cast members of, of, of the show react to that revelation? Yeah, I think, I think there's been so many, uh, there's so many big reveals throughout this show. Um, <laughs> we all sort of expected at this point. Um, but are you asking how the other cast members reacted to that? Yeah, because it was a bit of a shock to us viewers. To the viewers? Um, yeah. Yeah, that was that was very shocking. I, I only found that out myself. I think uh, a couple of episodes before that, we we, we got that script. Uh, it was a genius idea, and it was so nice to kind of put a face and a face to the to the headless horseman. You know, to kind of get to know his backstory and why he was doing the things that he was doing. So it's it's not just an evil headless guy running around, you know, killing people. There's a reason, you know, he does what he does. So. Um, I think that was a really, really nice uh, story, actually. Um, but I, I guess it was a little shocking for the audience. <laughs> yeah, you kind, you kind of, um, you know, I, I didn't see it coming. And, and normally, uh, you know, I've, I've actually studied, I studied drama years and years ago, and I studied a lot of literary, literature uh, as, as a rule. And normally, um, I, I kind, I can kind of see these things coming, but in this case, it just didn't, it just didn't occur to me. Yeah, well, that's that's what's so exciting about the show. Wait until you see the final episode. Uh, I There's already... going to be a lot of shocking moments there, for sure. <laughs> um, I, I already have. <laughs> you have? Okay. Yeah. Well, then uh, you know. Did I, you I, see that coming? Um, I, I kind of did in so many ways. Um, you know, I, I kind of anticipated a little bit. A little bit, um, okay. You know, but basically that's just because of the casting of John Noble. <laughs> When, when you right, okay. when, when you cast John Noble in something, it's not not that straight. It's not going to be that straightforward. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, he was so amazing in the final episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. As viewers, we we got to learn quite a bit about Katrina um, via a lot of the flashback sequences. Um, in 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 you know where 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 you're in 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 what looks like very uncomfortable period dress. Yeah, it's not very comfortable. Uh, I mean, you, you get used to it after a while, though. Mm. It, it must be like uh, it must be like carrying a, a multi gym around on your back or something. Um, but um, what, one thing I want to ask is, um, as actors, when 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 I when I studied, and I'm sure you studied as well, um, we were always encouraged to uh, make notes about our characters in the margins of scripts and things in order to uh, you know create our own backstory for for the character. Um, I'm just wondering, have you done that for Katrina? And uh, 
if so, um, you know, what sort of things have, have you put in there? Yeah, no, absolutely, I have. Uh, whether uh, that's the that's the, the writer to agree with me or not, that's another question. Because it's so different with TV and film, because it's constantly changing, and it's not. Um, I mean, especially with something like this, it's tricky because they they're also writing for the future and they're also writing for the past at the same time. So sometimes you, 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 you might have imagined things to be one way and then the writers come up with a different different story that kind of contradicts. So you have to be kind of uh, open-minded and also just kind of focus on the core of what the character is like rather than what specific events or, you know, uh, that she's had in her life. So uh, what I gathered off Katrina, and I, and I talked to the writers and creation about this as well, is that, you know, her strength as a woman and her her um, ambition in life and and ha- have you know it's not about her being a witch and it's not about her being a couple of Crane's wife you know she, she's much more than that and she's much more a woman of you know uh, of her own so I think that's the kind of like main thing that I, I've been focusing on uh, and uh, yes and then obviously you just have to embrace every episode that comes your way because it's it's um, we 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 we're we're not always sure what, what's going to happen, you know. We know the kind of main arcs of our characters, obviously, but there's always little details that you find out about your own character, and it, it's kind of it's like a little present every time you read a script. You're like, oh, this this is such a nice touch, and it's total sense, and you know, so it's a you kind of have to just go with it, really. Mm-hmm, cool. Well, you know, I I kind of like the way you know with where your you know your your characters you know developed o- over the series. Uh, but there is something that I would like to see in your character's backstory. Um, I'd actually be quite interested to, uh, you know, to learn how how Katrina discovers that 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 she is a witch, and what 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 was it like for her to discover that, with risk of all the persecution that would have been around at that time, and also the kind of like a spiritual and emotional awakening and impact that. Have on her. That, that's something I'd love to see. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to explore that as well. I, I even said uh, I've talked to, talked to uh, the writers about it that you could even go further back in time. You know, it hasn't really been uh, established how long Katrina's been alive. You know, she could be a lot older. You know, obviously because she's a witch, um, she could have existed for a very long time. So it's kind of I, I like that it's it's uh, they can take it in so many different directions and, and different. There's so many so many avenues you can explore in a show like this. Mm-hmm. Um, one one fun aspect of the show is um, is Ichabod's struggles with modern technology, and um, you know, given how how the series um, season has ended, uh, you 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 are now. Um, I'm I'm not sure if we can go into spoiler territory here because I'm not sure if it's aired here yet. No, it hasn't. I think it's about to. Uh, I think you have about three more episodes. Mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, all I know is it's still recording my TiVo. <laughs> e- e- even though, even though I've seen it, I'll probably watch the. I'll probably mainline the whole season um, right, if right, I get time yeah. on the weekend. Um, or you know, one one fun aspects of um, Ichabod's um, you know character is is his struggles with modern technology. And, um, you know, I think uh, we'll make this more hypothetical, but uh, how do you think 
Katrina would cope with her uh, 21st century living? I think she would um, uh, cope uh, a lot better than, than Ichabod. Um, I mean, obviously, she's, uh, she's used to magic and she's used to um, kind of, you know, endless possibilities. And also, she hasn't been asleep uh, for 230 years. She's been, you know, kind of, she's been awake, but although she's stuck in purgatory, but she's been aware of what's going on, so obviously it would be weird for her to kind of have to adapt to modern day clothing and, you know, just the way people live, but I, I don't think it would be as much of a shock as it was for Ichabod. Um, plus, she can always use magic, right? <laughs> okay, well, um, I, I noticed that you've got you've got a film coming out, um, it's in pre-production called 1066, and I'm just wondering if you could talk a little bit about that. When that's going to happen, it's been uh, put on hold for quite some time. Um, I think they're doing rewrites and whatnot, so I, I am not actually sure when that's going to kick off. Um, a quick, quick last question about uh, Sleepy Hollow. Uh, what kind of things would you like to see happen with Katrina in the second season as we move, move it forward? Well, um, I would like to see a lot more of her, which I know, I know, which I know is going to happen. But I also. Um, um, I would like to see her use um, magic a little more as well. Um, I mean, you know she's a witch, but she hasn't actually used, used magic that much in season one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, those are the two main things that I would like to see in season two. Think this more, gonna... more of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you think there's going to be any friction between her and Abby? Um, there's not yet. Um, because I think Katrina has been quite thankful that Abby has been such support for Ichabod, you know. Um, so I don't think there's any any friction yet. But obviously, if, you know, they get together, it would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wouldn't want to piss off the witch either. So <laughs> that's, what I keep saying, that's what I keep telling them. Okay. Well, um, thanks a lot for your time. It's been wonderful speaking to you about uh, about the show. Best of luck with the second season and um, your future projects. Oh, thank you so much. Lovely talking to you. Thanks, Ian. I'll be in touch. science fiction drama envisioned stories that were happening where no one had gone before, discovering and exploring other worlds far, far away. While many of these series and films became cult classics, somewhere along the way, this genre got lost. Imagine if there was a place where you could go watch exciting new space opera series made specifically for the niche audience that you are. Imagine if this place was conducted by a team as passionate as you about science fiction, and who would use all their background experience to make sure you get the best entertainment possible. SOS is a not-for-profit independent production facility that brings together writers, special effects wizards, and other creative talent from around the world who've worked on some of the most recognizable and respected science fiction franchises. So throw away your remote control and get real control by joining the Space Opera Society right now. With as little as one dollar, 
You can change the future of entertainment today. For more information, please visit our website, which is, of course, spaceoperasociety.com, where all your questions will be answered in our Frequently Asked Questions page. And don't miss our short video presentation from some of our Space Opera series in development. I'm going to step off the limb. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hi, my name is Steve Lund. And I play the character of Nick Sorrentino on the new sci-fi and space series, Bitten. You are listening to Sci-Fi PulseRadio.com, taking the pulse of sci-fi. And that's about it for uh, this week's um, episode of SFP Now. Um, we'll be back at you again next week with uh, more exciting stuff going on. And um, I, I think we'll be bringing Ty back on next week. So, you know, we'll see what he has to say. Anyway, that's it for now. We'll be at you, right back at you next week. Bye. Offer the world order.